1: and peace be unto each of you from God our Father and our Lord and King Jesus the Christ amen let us pray merciful Lord you know our struggle to serve you when sin spoils our lives and overshadows our hearts come to our aid and turn us back to you again through Jesus Christ our Lord amen Our reading for the fourth Sunday of Lent is from Mark, chapter 14, verses 60 through 65. And the high priest stood up in the midst of the trial and asked Jesus, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further witness do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy! And the guards received him with blows if looks could kill can you picture eyes filled with rage likely you've seen it in the eyes of another perhaps you've seen it on your own face through an ill-timed glance in the mirror in the ancient world and still today in some cultures the evil eye is a glance that is thought to cause harm to the recipient that's how i envision the eyes of the chief priests and scribes the sadducees and pharisees As they plotted Jesus' death in today's Passion reading, they were filled with hatred and murder as they gazed upon Jesus being greeted with praise in Jerusalem during Holy Week. Before that, when face-to-face with Jesus, they heard him speak woes and reproaches to them. If they could have spewed venom or shot arrows from their eyes at the Lord, they would have. I don't remember what I did to deserve it, but I recall my reaction to the punishment. My father had chastised me and sent me to my room. I vividly remember going into my room and behind closed doors muttering, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, out of earshot of my father, of course. I'm sure my eyes had that murderous look the Jews had, but I knew in my heart that I had gotten what was coming for my misdeed and needed to be sorry and change my ways. "'Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites,' said Jesus, no doubt with a rather stern, fatherly look. This rhetoric wouldn't fit in with Dale Carnegie's advice given in his 1936 bestseller, How to Win Friends and Influence People, but it was what they needed to hear. So those words were spoken in love, Just as my father had done in disciplining me, God and his representatives never speak the law to us in malice, but only because we need to recognize our sin and know of what to repent. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, said Jesus, for you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous, saying, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. Thus, you witness against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of your fathers. Jesus wanted them to recognize their rank hypocrisy and repent. So he mockingly says, Fill up, then, the measure of your fathers to bring them face to face with the murder that lay in their hearts under their pious pretenses of honoring the murdered prophets and behind their pious platitudes of, well, we wouldn't have done what our fathers did. But multi-generational guilt is real when the sons of the fathers lack repentance. So Jesus challenges them to push things forward to their logical conclusion. "'I know your hearts. I can see the murder in your eyes. "'Go ahead, walk in the steps of your fathers. "'Why don't you go ahead and kill me too and continue your family tradition?' "'There's nothing new under the sun,' said the preacher in Ecclesiastes. "'Murderous thoughts and looks are as old as the fall into sin.' "'Cain's downcast eyes became murderous toward his brother.' The cause of murder is always the agency of man. But the original source is the devil, who Jesus says was a liar and a murderer from the beginning. St. John says that the murderer Cain was of the evil one. In addressing the Jews who wanted to kill him, Jesus identifies Satan as the father of all who hate God's son. But how does that pertain to us? Aren't John and Jesus just wailing on Cain and the murderous Jews? Surely the Lord's not talking to us pious Christians, is he? But listen to his word. His apostle St. John writes, everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. And a bit later, if anyone says I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen Cannot love God whom he has not seen. Follow the logic. If I claim to love God while hating my brother, I am both a murderer and a liar and cannot love God. And if I don't love him, then I must hate him. Looks like Cain and the hostile Jews and all of us are in the same boat. This is why we make confession to Jesus in the hymn. I caused thy grief and sighing by evils multiplying. As countless as the sands, I caused the woes unnumbered, with which thy soul is cumbered, thy sorrows raised by wicked hands. Come on, don't lie to yourself. You have said in your heart, I have reasons for hating my parents. I can make excuses for wishing that my brother was dead. I have good cause for casting an evil eye upon my neighbor. That's enough to make you a murderer in God's sight and place you under his wrath. The Jews filled up the measure of their fathers in today's Passion reading. And if we're honest with ourselves, we must see ourselves right along with them. What a marvel then, that the father would allow his son to be murdered at the hands of sinful men, just to save a bunch of rotten, rebellious sinners with eyes filled with rage against God and man. God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. The wrath of God is not a murderous glance from the Father, but a look of righteous judgment upon the guilt of sin. We all deserve God's wrath, just as much as I deserved my Father's punishment. But instead of giving us what we deserved, God put it on Jesus, and Jesus willingly took it for us men and for our salvation. From the cross, Jesus looked upon the masses of humanity and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Original sin, which produces lies, hatred, murder, and every other sin, is so deep a corruption that we cannot recognize the depravity of what we think say and do unless it is revealed by God's word. But once our murderous eyes have looked in horror on what we really have done, nailing the innocent Son of God to the tree with our sins, then also are, we are ready for the joyful good news of the forgiveness of all of our sins for the sake of Christ's voluntary sacrifice at the hands of murderers, the death by which he has extinguished the wrath of God toward us. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Today on the church calendar, it is what is known as Laetare Sunday, the fourth Sunday in Lent. The theme is to rejoice, laetare, to rejoice. So, beloved, rejoice in Christ, who has turned your murderous eyes away from sin, guilt, and despair, and lifted them up to look upon himself as your Savior. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Lord God, whose blessed Son, our Savior, gave his back to the smiters and did not hide his face from shame, give us grace to endure the sufferings of this present time with sure confidence in the glory that shall be revealed. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.